Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. Hello, yes, we're back. Welcome to the Pixel Podcast. New and improved, giving you the topics that you want to hear in the episodes that you might want to listen to. This episode, we're talking about Pokemon Go, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Martin. Hello. Hello, Ben. It's nice to be back after a a brief timing away, I'd say. Yeah, we we kind of promised a date we'd be back, and then that date happened, and then nothing. So we apologise if if you're still stuck with us. We, We absolutely love you, and thank you very much. True fans. So Pokemon Go, Martin, what do you know about it? Uh, have you been included on the hype? Have you played it? Let's let's just kind of see where, where, your, where your levels are with it. Okay, I'll, I'll admit, the first uh, sort of encounter I had with it, I went online and uh, Smosh usually had these like um, 25 best memes sort of thing. I went through it on that, so I understand the gist of it. But I sort of stayed away from it from the play, like like the play, because I knew it'd be really addicting. And I know as soon as I got on the hype of it, that would be all my time spent on Pokemon Go, and that would be it. Okay, so uh, avoiding it a little bit, but um, I've checked it out. I sort of went into it. I couldn't resist oh going onto it. Now, as many people might know, you can't currently get it here in the UK. It's not released here in the UK, but that's not stopping people. People will be making foreign... Apple accounts, I may or may not have done that as well, to access the application and get in on the hype. So I'm in an account and I downloaded it. Um, I've been playing it for about a day now. So I'm still a very new player. I'm only level two. Um, but I chose Bulbasaur. So some people might disagree with me on that bomb, but which I chose Bulbasaur and I went on my little adventure around my local town picking up Pokemon. And uh, you know what? At first, I was like, why would anyone do this? Or anyone motor around? But it actually does encourage you to walk around your town. Like, there's a Pokemon over there that you really want. You're quite likely to go over there and try and get it. It's weirdly addictive, is all I'm saying. And um, I might have started um, really, like, judging the people who, like, go around in places to get it. But I'm now one of those people. And I... You're one of them now, Ben. While we were setting up the podcast, I uh, managed to catch myself a Pokemon. So I'm happy. I now am the proud owner of an Eevee. And uh, that made me a little bit happy. That makes me a little bit happy. So uh, I'm not quite good enough to go to a gym yet. This has really been hit in the sort of media by storm. There's been articles every day. There's memes about it. it you, you pretty much, if you're on the internet, can't miss at least someone talking about it. So it's definitely making the impact that maybe Nintendo would hope for. Maybe for good, maybe for bad, we'll talk about that. But uh, I think uh, a really clever way, and, and I think this is what I love sometimes about the technology industry and how businesses, some clever businesses take advantage of it, is that it really does some interesting and new ways of thinking about things that you might not have thought would even be a thing. But uh, I love it when the internet mixes with real world things, and it definitely has in this case. So businesses have been getting in on the action or have been trying to stop people from getting into their business just to catch Pokemon. And this has been happening. Like, there's um, a local, you know, uh, shop down by me where, you know, they've had to put a sign up in the window saying, you know, you can only come here and catch a Pokemon if you've actually a, a paying customer. So it's, it's a bit of an issue. So I don't know how quite to react to it. Um, I don't know how you feel about this. It's a bit of a phenomenon, really. Like, just the thought of someone going out of their way just because they see one of their Pokemon. And, like, I, I remember we talked about an article where... 
even like a police station had to put a sign out saying, can you please stop coming here just to uh, capture a Pokemon? I can't remember the Pokemon off by heart. Yeah, this is the this is the um, independent here reporting on the police in the UK having to urge players to stop trying to catch a Sandshrew in Darwin police station. So um, apparently they've literally been trying to, to get in there and, and catch this uh, Sandshrew, which was reportedly only available in this sort of area um, in that police station. And this is not the only places people have been trying to get into. People have been trying to get to weird places, even people making jokes about whether there's a Pokemon, a special like Mewtwo in Area 51. I don't <laughs> know what's going to be the ultimate, you know, height someone's going to reach in terms of where they've broken into. I mean, are we going to see in like a new wave of crime of people just blaming um, the reason why they've broken into somewhere? Oh, it wasn't because I wanted to steal the TV. It was because I wanted to catch this rare Pokemon. Is that when we lose all hope with the world? I don't know. Well, you see, I'm going to jump the gun a little here. I'm going to say maybe I can sort of explain sort of why this is happening. Okay. Like, picture back when you were five. I, I don't know if you actually collected Pokemon cards, but for all argument's sake, we'll say you have. I, uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't very convincing, was it? I played Pokemon, uh, the games, a lot as a kid. I was just, just not big into playing cards. Oh, fair enough. Well, I was sort of the opposite. I didn't really like the games. I more liked collecting cards. I think the idea of it when you, when you're five to have like your own sort of interactive Pokemon or I, I don't know I, I know very little here so I don't know if you can like sort of feed them sort of train with them I, I, I know very little but I know the fact that you can actually see them capture them for yourself you're almost like Ash Catchem back in the day you're sort of living that sort of small childhood uh dream that you once had and it's quite funny because like and I'm gonna tread on a lot of people's toes when I say this I thought maybe like that original 150 Pokemon I, I sort of maybe thought that hype was sort of almost dead for our generation because obviously we now have other things we've got to worry about like careers and stuff like that I thought maybe like Pokemon and that sort of childhood had been pushed aside so it's quite strange to see how Pokemon has become relative again in especially our generation's lives I think things do kind of take a bit of a loop and I think that maybe that's what Nintendo were hoping uh, was by getting onto the, the places where people can immediately buy their games, which is smartphones, because, you know, lots of people have smartphones and are able to just get hold of it. And it's a free game. Um, I'm not sure exactly how Nintendo are going to monetize this. I know there's going to be something, and I, I have this bad feeling it's going to ruin the game, like a lot of companies do. They see a massive influx of players, and they're like, we need to make money on this somehow, and the normal decision they make is to do something which completely messes up uh, the actual game and actually, like, progressing normally, like, properly through the game. It normally adds something like, you know, or you can buy, for instance, you have to level up. Maybe you can buy like 50 levels or whatever by, you know, using real world cash. I hope that doesn't happen. But um, you know what I like to see is how it's been adopted by some of the community. I mean, we talked about some of the problems, but there are some places and businesses that have had like signs outside going, you know, you can come here, like Pokestop, you can come and get some Pokeballs from us, things like that, because you can actually add real world tags into the game. For instance, there are places you can go and visit and you can get XP visits in those places. And do you know what I thought might be really cool? If I was new to a place and I wanted to see like all the different sites, if the Pokemon game would allow me to like collect XP as I was going around the place, it might encourage me to like see more of the of the city or the, the landscape, wherever it was I was visiting, because I'd also to get some in-world gratification for actually doing that. I think that's pretty cool uh, because also then you can see what the most you know the most visited places are. I don't know. I, th I quite think I quite like the idea of that and the way the community's been reacting to that. Obviously, good business ideas that if you can invite someone to come into your cafe, they can get some free Pokeballs, hopefully buy some stuff as well. It's a win-win because it's not costing this cafe really anything.
I was actually going to say, like, it's definitely a win-win situation for the business mm. and actually the person who's collecting Pokemon. They get what they can for a bit of Pokemon. And also, like, maybe they have, like, a party with them, maybe, like, three or four of their friends with them. Or maybe it is just a single person, but that single person could buy, like, a drink or an ice cream or whatever you sell there. So it's always good business. And it always promotes um, your business because you're always going to go, like, let's just say you captured, I don't know, a Charizard from x and x place you know i'm gonna go oh i want to go there i want a charizard you know yeah. and it, like like obviously names get spread out yeah. and obviously promoting your business that way and i think you know if it if, if it's used in a good way and it's bringing communities together online um you know physically in the person i think, I think there is a good side to that and i think there is something to be looked at but Obviously, with anything to do with the internet, there are things that happen which do make us sort of really look at ourselves and go, you know, why are there these people that are abusing, um, you know, these services for, for bad use? I mean, there are things all over the internet. There's plenty of examples of things in the past that have, have abused, you know, wonderful apps and, and websites for bad things. And Pokemon Go, unfortunately, is a very new game but has already had uh, made the papers for bad reasons. Now, this is over in America, so hello to my American friends, but unfortunately, um, The Guardian here reported on um, a Missouri suspect which used the app's geolocation, because of course, the way you interact with the whole world is it uses your camera so that you can actually, in your physical space, see through your phone's camera, and they implant, you know, like the the, the icon or the, the Pokemon or whatever. You can do it um, without, without that, but that just adds another dimension, so you actually see the Pokemon sort of in the real world. World. And it uses geolocation because it has to. It has to know where you are. It has to know, you know, the, how far you're away from these different physical like locations, like you know the geolocations that you have to visit to to get the extra XP. But this has been abused. Missouri suspects use the app's geolocation feature to target unwitting victims, and uh, this is according to the police. And the um, incident saw um, a player. Uh, actually get killed by this armed robber who managed to sort of set up a geolocation and loads of people wanting this thing in game came to his geolocation and he basically just killed them. Like, this is a this is something that's uh, going to be a big problem and I want to see how Nintendo are going to react to this and what safeguards they're going to put in. I don't know if there is anything they're going to be able to do um, apart from maybe putting only official locations. Like, if a business wants to have an official location, they have to register properly with Nintendo rather than just any person. Like, for me, for instance, if I wanted to make my back garden a geolocation, then I practically could. And I could do... They're on my property. Like, I could basically do whatever I want to a certain Absolutely. degree. So I think I think there is some degree of caution. And I think if you are playing the game, just just use some common sense. If you, you know, if you've got to go to like this parking lot to get this whatever item or Pokemon in the middle of the night, uh, you just think to yourself, would I go there for any other reason? Would would I would I feel safe going there if I wasn't going to cut that Pokemon? If I, if I was going to meet a friend there, would I even feel safe doing that? You know, darklit areas, things like that. You know, is it really worth it for the sake of a game? No, it really isn't, and that's how that's how I feel. So I think we need to be really careful about this sort of thing. And it's sad to already see that you know all the positive things are happening, and then this you know coming onto the news. Obviously, action has to be taken, and I like the idea. Maybe like official staff can only put down geo um, areas because. Like like you said, um, you or I could potentially like say we can have like a rare item or a rare Pokemon just outside our back, and we can just get them done for trespassing. I'm I'm sure we wouldn't murder them then, <laughs> but uh, but you know, it is very sketchy and a bit like I think people get so swept away from this Pokemon going, oh I need to catch this, I need to capture this, but 
at the end of the game day, sorry, it's only a game. I don't want this to be a case of the game getting so out of control that the company can't keep up with it, because that's happened with things before, you know, and there's no excuse these days, you know, it's no excuse, oh, we didn't know that was going to happen, you know, if you create a game in this way, you should already have safeguards in it, which allow for, you know, the game to, to not be able to, you know, sort of play a part in making silly decisions. Obviously, they can play the, the card that, you know, that you should be cautious anyway, you know, it's your own life and you're deciding to do these things you know is, is it just a game but uh, i think you know it, it as difficult as it would be um if they have a, an, an online portal where you know um if it's a public place then the, the physical council or you know whoever uh, whoever maintains and owns that space has to physically allow that geolocation to be put in um, or they have a tiering system, official locations and then unofficial ones where you, you, if you really want to go there, you can, but you know that it's, it warns you, you know, you're going here at your own risk. I think that's maybe a more uh, easier way of doing it so that, you know, there can be more things spread out and more things for you to do if you want. But, you know, at the end of the day, you should be cautious. And I think if those warnings came up, they might help people just think a little bit before they go ahead and do that. And I think that would be really important. But, you know, we'll see how the game goes. I'm currently enjoying it. I thought I would immediately delete it after recording this podcast, but I'm having second thoughts already. So uh, we'll catch up We maybe on that and see how well I'm doing. It'd be keen for us to know how you guys are doing with the game. If you've got it, if you're thinking of getting it, how you feel. But for me, honestly... Just the, just the pure setting it up, going through the main, it goes through the main sort of almost opening screen that I was used to on the Pokemon games. You pick your core Pokemon, you know, you create your trainer, and it's just always like bringing back memories. And that's, that, what's it, that's, and I think that's what it's doing for a lot of people. And uh, we're keen to see where it goes, whether it lasts, who knows with things on the internet. Things can last a day, things can last a year. You know, we don't know what it's going to be. But, uh, you know, so far for Nintendo, for their first proper, like, mobile game that's off their platform... They've done pretty well, I think, so far, and we'll have to see where it goes. Martin, any more uh, confident buying it? Um, maybe, but I will just say quickly off this: could you see? Uh, maybe this is like a question for another day, but could you see potential businesses doing this with other things, like, like uh, maybe actual animals, like you can capture your own like pets? Because you know some uh, families can't afford pets and stuff like that. Could you see that maybe stuff like that, or maybe go down a road of something completely different? Could you see or maybe tourism? Could you see something like that happening? There have, there have actually been. I'm not too sure on the details, but there actually have been apps that have done try to do things similar where if you visit certain locations like that, you get almost like an awards for doing that. And you build up almost like a profile, like a trophy set of I've been to all these places, I've done all these things. And uh, there is games that or apps that try and already do that. But I don't think some of them have really had such a success in, you know, the short period of time that Pokemon Go has had. But that's obviously because of the brand name and, you know, the, the reminiscing that it brings back for a lot of people. And, uh, but... I think there's more that Pokemon Go can possibly do and expand to. I think there's definitely more there. And I think um, these sort of social games um, in the real world, in the you know interacting out in the public space, I think there is more to go with this. And I think there will be uh, more apps to come that will try and get off the back of Pokemon Go and its success. Because, I mean, you know, if one app gets a big success, there are other companies out there that really want to stake in that market. And I'm sure there will be other apps that do that. We see it with things all the time. You know, you see one social networking app, then you'll see many. You know, you saw Facebook and then you ended up seeing Twitter. Things like this happen all the time and I do believe that, uh, you know, Pokemon Go won't be the first app of its kind. The worst time to have a heart attack is during a game of charades. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you for listening to Pixel Podcast. It has been our pleasure bringing it to you. Of course, thank you from me, 
Ben and from my co-host Martin. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is brought to you and produced out of the Abrupt Audio offices. You can check out Abrupt Audio for more information on abruptaudio.com and, of course, check out our show page, abruptaudio.com forward slash pixel. That's P-I-X-3-L. If you want to get involved in the conversation and see generally what we're doing with the show, you can check us out on our social media. That is at Pixel Podcast. And, of course, you can take us with you on the go, whether that's on the podcast app for iOS or on Stitcher for Android. And with that, thank you for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sounded so weak, weak as link, didn't it? Say, say that, say that a bit. Like, yeah, say goodbye again. Goodbye. No, I, I just sound so stupid. You've been listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you and good night. Or as they say in gamer speak, G G N O R E.